Hello podcasters, welcome to my little podcasting corner where I hope I can share my adventures and one day maybe you can share yours with me and the rest of the listeners. <laughs> I went off script because I have my script in another Trello board and I was checking out some stuff, so in another one. Anyway, welcome to Adventures in Podcasting. My name is Pilar Orti and this is day 12 of the Napod Pomo <laughs> challenge. I've learned to say it finally, where podcasters commit to publishing daily for 30 days in November. Remember, on the 30th of November, Stefanie Fuccio and myself are going to do a live stream. So I will stick the link in the show notes. The show notes at the moment, they're in one post for all the episodes. I'm just sticking everything together because I realized it's too much to do one blog post for each episode. Anyway, today, after saying I'm going to be talking about this for a couple of episodes, I would like just to touch upon the different kinds of podcasters there are in relation to what drives them to do their show and whether they get paid or not. And I mentioned earlier in another of these episodes that like all art forms, you have people doing it for all sorts of reasons. Some get paid, some don't get paid some break even. It's like any kind of art. If you're treating it as a business, it's like any kind of business. And I just thought, I, I just wanted to to reflect on the different kinds of podcasting. I, I'm going to start with me and then I'll bring in some other examples I can think of. I have a lot of shows at the moment and one of them 21st Century Work Life podcast is connected to a business that actually I'm not really running as a business anymore. Virtual, not distant. I've gone from being a trainer facilitator kind of consultant person to just writing about the thing. So, and I haven't released any new books yet. So I'm, <laughs> there's just no money coming in. We do have an audio course on asynchronous communication. So I'm keeping the podcast going to continue to have a voice and to continue to say to people, hey, I have stuff that you can buy as well. But it's not enough for me anyway. I think I've almost on episode 350 and there's no way I would have got to that if I didn't love it. And I love the theme. I love talking about work. I love meeting most of my guests. I've stopped taking guests from third parties. They bring me no joy. And I now, just if I don't think I'm going to have fun with someone or if I can't see how I'm going to interview someone, I just say no. I do some solo episodes every now and then. And that's pure fun. Management Cafe with Tim is really a way of just keeping in touch with Tim and having conversations with him. <laughs> Let's face it. I love talking about leadership. We might have a book. I've got, I've been playing with ChatGPT to put together a book based on the first episodes of Management Cafe. No way are we ever going to monetize it. And definitely it's never going to pay for itself as in the amount of time we put into it. So again, that's a hobby podcast. So is this one, Adventures in Podcasting. I went through a period where I thought I could offer my services to trainers and facilitators who wanted to start their show. But you know what? It's just, I don't want to start another business from scratch. <laughs> and I like podcasting too much to be spending my time teaching other people how to podcast. So 
I'm open for to coaching if you want any advice, help, whatever. And I'm definitely open to co-hosting as a professional co-host. But I'll just do it for fun. And I think that's uh, it. I do, on the other hand, hire out my services as co-host. And that is great. And what the difference is between doing the show for me and for my own podcast or with a co-host that where we're equal partners and working for someone else as a host or a co-host is that you follow their agenda. And therefore, when I'm co-hosting with Richard McKinnon, I know what the experience that he wants listeners to have is. Because I'm a co-host for hire, doesn't mean that I don't bring any of my stuff, you know, that I don't bring ideas, but I don't drive that experience. Someone else has decided what the experience for the listener will be. And I think that unless you are a very high-profiled professional, that is the difference between doing a show for yourself as a hobby and getting paid for it, or even doing it as a vehicle to get something else. So for example, you will find me here saying things that you won't hear in 21st century work life. Because it's my show, I am quite open about a lot of stuff. And I have in mind what my audience is like. I know who's listening. And therefore, I'm catering to that audience. I want a certain part of me to be present with that audience. It's very, there's a lot of crafting going on when you are part of, part of a marketing strategy, part of a profile setting strategy. It's not like in Gastronostalgia when I was doing it with uh, the podcast with my friend Tomas, where we are ourselves and we say anything we want because <laughs> only our friends were listening and we didn't need to craft our persona or be careful with how we were coming across. When you are podcasting for your business or when you're podcasting for cash, I think that then it becomes a little bit different. And definitely if you're podcasting for someone else, it's their agenda, it's their profile, it's their branding. And so you are restricted a lot more. It doesn't mean you can't have fun. I have so much fun because on the other hand, I don't have to create the episodes. I turn up and talk. I don't drive the agenda. So the agenda is driven for you and also you don't drive it. And it's got its benefits and it's um, not so benefits, it's drawbacks. We've seen lots of high profile figures and I say lots of, but I don't even know how many there are now, for example, being taken up by Spotify and being hired almost by Spotify to put their shows behind Spotify only. As, uh, Joe Rogan was the most famous one. I don't follow him, so I don't know what to say about that. I think it's um, it's amazing if you've got the profile to be able to be paid for it, but it doesn't mean that if you're not being paid for doing something that your show has less quality in it. It's That's not the case at all. When I was doing Enclave de Podcast with Craig, what we realized was, and this was about 2016, 17, I think, maybe 18, <laughs> before the pandemic, a few years before that, Craig and I started to look at what was happening in Spain, what podcasters were doing there. And what we found is that whereas specifically British and American podcasters, because that's what we were listening to, 
there was a lot of this thing about monetization, about doing it for content marketing. Like there always seemed to be like some business kind of thing behind the podcast. When we went to Spain, we found that was not the case. And the audio quality and the production quality of some of those shows was very good. <laughs> I have to say, very good. And But most of them felt like it was friends getting together to do a show and have a laugh. But they were very good quality uh, shows. And it was so different. I think eventually the podcasting in Spain has really changed. They've had a lot of, like in the UK, lots of media companies going into podcasting and it's changed a bit. But but still, I, I remember that really fondly, how these people who were just doing it purely for fun and to have a good time with those people they were podcasting with just sounded just as great. And also, I'd love to let you know, episode 38 with Daniel from my Fluent podcast, I think that is also a labor of love worth looking into because Daniel, who is, might be listening, hello, <laughs> I get so excited, uh, he started the show to help him to improve his English. And he started the show in English. And if you listen to episode 38, he just tells the story so wonderfully. I love it. And again, he says this, it's just a labor of love. And through it, he's meeting people. He's gained unexpected skills through it, like communication skills. His English has improved. So well done. And he's got plans for another podcast, which Daniel, if you're listening, send me a note. Let me know how, how it's going with your plan for your new podcast. So I just think it's, um, it really doesn't matter. I mean, a lot of people are curious who are not in podcasting. They're curious about how podcasters make money. I have a friend who thought I was making money with all my podcasts. <laughs> it's like, new. <"No." laughs> and I do want to monetize on it because at some point, just because I am, I am an artist. So I want to make money from my creations. But the creation has to come first. And then I always seem to find a way of bringing the money in later. So we'll see. And if not, it doesn't matter. I'm here with you. I would love to hear what you think. The email address is p at adventuresinpodcasting.com. If you prefer contact forms, adventuresinpodcasting.com. There is a contact form there. I'd love to hear why you podcast. I know Matt, who also listens every now and then, he's also got a show that he does that comes from the heart. And as I said, as I mentioned in the episode on making money, he makes some money through his Patreon. So I'd love to hear how you are well, what your relationship is with money and your podcast. How do you think about your podcast in relation to money, income, or business success? All right, podcasters, I will speak to you tomorrow. Happy podcasting if you're podcasting and thank you for listening. That's it for today's thoughts and adventures in podcasting. I would love to hear your thoughts. So if you want to get in touch, head over to adventuresinpodcasting.com. My name is Pilar Orti. Thank you for listening. Keep podcasting. Keep podcasting.